Hey everybody, Bob Babbitt here. This is Breakfast with Bob from Challenge Daytona and the PTO 2020 Championship. We are brought to you by Captiva Spine. John Hall Chevrolet, USA Triathlon Foundation Risk Partners and the PTO, the Pro Triathletes Organization. I am honored to have with us the first Down Syndrome athlete to finish the Ironman Triathlon here in Florida just a few weeks ago. He went 1646.09, Chris Nickich and his amazing dad, Nick. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're good. Thank you for inviting us. It's so fun. We chatted before you had the opportunity to do Ironman, and now uh, Chris is 21 years old. He's an Ironman finisher. How did it feel, Chris, How, just getting through that day? Uh, I feel fine. Uh, like I said, the uh, ant bites, the bike crash, uh, they saw it's called crit, but I made the cutoff on time. Yes, you did. Around. By 13, I hit the wall. Uh, my dad pulled me inside, and he said, "Let's go in." Good for so you. pain or see dream, and I said my dream, and he said, "I see the finish line." Way to go! Yes, I did, and you and you came to the finish line. You did. You did awesome. So, Nick, when we chatted, you, you talked about, obviously, you have a son with Down syndrome, and early on, they were the, the people who've been dealing with Down syndrome for so long had a way to work with children, and you weren't seeing really the positivity from, from doing what they were doing, and you changed things. Yes. And talk a little bit about what you decided to do with Chris, because Down syndrome kids learn differently. Yeah, so... Uh, what's interesting is is they learn on a different curve right. from the rest of us. Yeah. And the curve is so long that um, none of us actually knew that that curve existed. And by accident, uh, the first year we started doing the sprint triathlon, um, I happened to be someone who measures everything in the corporate world. Right. And so I started measuring him, and I started to see things that weren't perceptible, which is through metrics I started seeing that he was actually improving at a very slow rate, but he was improving. Right. So I was encouraged by seeing the improvements and as I started tracking those improvements over a year, I noticed they were pretty significant. And that's when we decided, hey, how about if we keep going with this 1% a day improvement? 1% a day, and yeah. Because we noticed he was improving 1% a day, but it was so slow oh. and imperceptible that the average person wouldn't have seen it. Wouldn't have noticed it. But then he got to a certain point where when he figured out how to ride the bike, yep. then all of a sudden, okay, now he's riding 20 miles. That's right. That came quicker. That it did. And there was a, a point in time where the 1% improvement started to compound. So 1% in the first year doesn't seem like much, but 1% 18 months later is pretty significant because you're going from, let's say, uh, 80 miles to 81 or 82 miles. Right. Right. At first, you know, going from a mile to 1.1 mile, is you know, but but a hundred miles to one hundred and one, or one hundred and one to one hundred two, yeah. and all of a sudden the momentum started picking up and the compounding effect. So we noticed his learning curve accelerated the longer we did it, and so we learned something that we never knew and nobody ever told us. That's wild. And for you, Chris, when you became comfortable on riding the bike, what what was your what turned out to be your favorite part of all this? The swimming, the biking, the running. I would say the swim and the run. Uh, sin in that tiny seat for eight hours is painless. It is painful. <laughs> uh, for all of us. Yeah. Especially uh, when you get, you especially crash. 
And then you get ants. You had to deal with ants during the race. Yeah. Not many people have to deal with ants during a bike ride. No. What the heck happened? Oh, no. It's bad on the wrong. It makes my butt cute. The blood makes ladies. your butt cute? Get out of here. Stop it talking does. about your butt. <laughs> it makes it cute for the ladies. So it ended up with ants. Uh, what, mile 40 or so? Mile so? 40, he got bit everywhere. And so, uh, Wait, so he stepped in the ants. Stepped in the ants. And then they crawled up. And they crawled up. And before oh. anybody noticed that they were biting him everywhere. So he had and, to get off the bike. Oh, yeah, no, he has to get off the bike every 30 miles, okay. every 30 minutes to, okay. to take nutrition. Right. He can't take nutrition on the bike. Like Actually, the I'm person. sort of the same way. I, I, it's hard for me to eat. Yeah. And it's hard for me to do two things at the same time. Yeah. Eat and ride is hard. Yeah. Yeah, so he has a lot of disadvantages. He can't use clip-ons. Okay. Uh, he can't get off the, on and off the bike by himself. He needs help. Right. He, he needs nutrition off the bike. So he loses a lot of time stopping and starting and all that other stuff. But, look, he learned how to overcome all that. Well, and you were talking about there was a point on the bike where it looked like he might not make that bike cutoff time. Well, at mile 80, um, he was about 20 minutes behind the cutoff time because he had slowed down after the bike crash. So mm -hmm. the fear came in. Yes. And the fear slowed him down. And so he, re he reduced his speed from about 15 down to 11. So he lost about 20 minutes or so, and he fell 20 minutes behind. And at Made mile, it up. At mile 80, you know, we had a conversation. What, what, what are you made out of? Yeah, no, I, I always ask the same thing. Um, we have a really interesting uh, routine we go through. Whenever he hits uh, a difficult time, yes. I, I pull him over, I give him a big hug, I comfort him, and I just tell him everything's going to be okay, and I love him no matter what. And once he's comfortable and, and we're kind of cuddled in like that, then I ask him the same question. He answers always the same way. I say, Chris, what's going to win, buddy? Is it going to be your fake pain or your dreams? And uh -huh. he always answers the same way. What's going to win, buddy? That's My dream. Your and dream. then he gets back on a bike and focuses on his dream. So we, we've developed this concept of fake pain to get rid of all the pain that exists at the moment and get it out of his mind, yeah. replace it with his dreams, and his dreams take, took him to the finish line. What impresses me the most, Chris, is you are a role model for other kids with Down syndrome. And this weekend, you have some friends who are racing here with Down syndrome as well. Yeah. Tell them about your friends with Down syndrome who are racing. Um, Abigail, yeah. Yeah. After all. And then uh, Caleb is going to come and do it. Caleb. And then others are starting to practice. So we, that's the thing we talked about before, Nick, in our last conversation. It seemed like that what you were doing was revolutionary. Mm -hmm. What you and Chris together were doing was revolutionary. And, and I've seen it from the world of prosthetics. You know, mm -hmm. when, when, when people told a uh, double above knee amputee, you will never run, a five, six-year-old kid, and the prosthetist was like, well, let's figure it out, right. right? And that's sort of what you guys are doing together. You're showing Down syndrome families that kids can accomplish anything. Are you getting support from the Down syndrome groups now, understanding that things are changing? Yes, and it's interesting, right? Any big change occurs slowly. You always. Have a, always have a group of people that lead first, right? It takes one person to kind of break the barrier. Mm -hmm. It takes another group of eight or 10 to follow behind. And then once you get eight or 10, and that's our next goal, how do we get the next eight or 10 to follow behind? Because then the next 100 will come and the next 1,000 will come. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, a child with Down syndrome being born, expecting to be an Iron Man will be no big deal. Exactly. And I think that one of us is, one of the three of us has become the champion ambassador for Special Olympics. And right. I don't think, it's not you, Nick. It's no. not me. No. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> is that you? Yeah. How exciting is that? Uh, it's been fun. That's uh, I'm 
Again, Matthew says, for parents, say man, um, I'm the hero to the kids. You are a hero to the kids. Um, they're saying that um, they're willing to do whatever it takes to go represent every day, do a smile, work hard, and expect pain. Yep. I love that. It's a good message. It's, it's a wonderful message. And it's funny because when you finished Iron Man Florida, uh, I've seen media before for our Ironman champions, but I've never seen media, national media, uh, like you received because you had done something that is truly unbelievable. It's so, it, it, you change perceptions, right? When people change perceptions, they, 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 they automatically become role models for the kids who are following afterwards. How important is it you, Chris, to feel like that you are doing something for other people. I feel like being welcomed. Uh, kids need to realize that they need to live a life of inclusion instead of isolation. So they're willing to, so they'll be willing to live a life of inclusion and their job and to own the house, to own the car, and to marry a smoking hot one. <laughs> to marry a smoking hot I think we like all have the, like your mom. Like your mom. I think that that's the goal of every red-blooded American guy. Yes. I, I think yeah. you are you are our role model. You are a guy leading the way. So you're 21 years old now, right? I am. Perfect. And what is the goal? Do you want to live on your own? Do you yeah. want to have your own house? Of course, to live on my own. Yeah. To um, have my dad's house. So, one so get day him out. He would, get him out of the so house. So one day he would retire. Yeah. And um, go on vacations with his wife. Um, I could have his house, his company. Yes, you take over everything. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe Sparkling Hop One. <laughs> and get the Hop One. <laughs> what could be better than that? And are, you're racing tomorrow. The half Sunday. Oh, you're racing on Sunday. The, yes. the sprint race. He, uh, the sprint. What, what happened was after um, all of the ant bites and everything, he started getting infections. Oh. So he went on two weeks of antibiotics. Oh, my God. To just stop all the infections. Yeah. And then he, he went in the lake swimming and he got an ear infection. So he went back on some other antibiotics, and then he got an, uh, a sinus infection. Oh, my God. And so that's one of the challenges with, with uh, individuals with Down syndrome yes. is, is they get infections really easily. Yes. And so he's had to learn to fight it. So he's been uh, off for the last few weeks. So instead of pushing him tomorrow, we're just going to say, look, have fun. And he's I'm doing do the sprint. sprint on Sunday. There. That's what he's going to do. You're going you're yeah. gonna to take me down. That's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take you down. Okay, <laughs> massive heartbeat. <laughs> You, you need a ride side, dude. <laughs> oh, stop. You can't challenge an Iron Man. <laughs> well, I am. Oh, because you're is, an Iron Man. He's an Iron Man. He can do whatever he wants. And uh, my last Iron Man was probably 30 years ago. So you're a recent Iron Man. Uh, I'll make you a deal. If yeah. I beat you in a massive heartbeat, you're going to give me my smoking hot blood. I will give you your smoking <laughs> hot blood. You're give me that Corona. And a Corona. <laughs> and a nightclub. Uh, nightclub. A nightclub, a Corona, and a smoking hot blood. Yes. Three for three. It's a deal. It is <laughs> a you. deal. We are on. Chris Nickich is taking me downtown on Sunday, and I'm going to be out a smoking hot blonde 
a what else? Uh, oh, Corona yeah. and a nightclub. Yeah. Or three for three. Does dad get to come with or no? No. No. <laughs> no. Just me. Just you. I like it. Because of the lady's charmer. You're the lady's charmer? Get out of here. You are and a lady. I'm not for an adopted kisser. Stop it. <laughs> Again, <laughs> breakfast with Bob, Challenge Daytona, PTO 2020 championship. We have been chatting with Chris Nickich. 2020 Ironman Florida finisher. 16 hours, 46 minutes, and, oh, and 9 seconds. We call that 16 and change. We don't even mention the 4609. You had that in the bag the whole way. It wasn't a problem. Chris, honor to get to chat with you. Mm -hmm. I love what you bring to our sport. We always talk about that in our sport that we're an equal opportunity abuser. We don't care if you're missing a leg. We don't care if you're missing an arm. We don't care if you have Down syndrome. We don't care if you're in a wheelchair. You want to come out and do the distance? You're welcome. Thank you. Love it. Thanks, you guys, for joining us. Thank you for having us. Hold on, everybody. We will be right back.